Welcome to Sailing in the Mediterranean and Beyond podcast. I'm your host. My name is Franz. Well, today I'm going to be having an interview with Nick Bryce, one of the executives of a new company called USAFE. But before we get to that interview, let me thank my sponsor, Sailrite. Since 1969, Sailrite has been equipping you with everything you need to sew for your boat, from bimini's and boat covers to upholstery work and even sewing your own sails. Sailrite is your one-stop shop for fabric, Sail and canvas kits, tools, hardware, and sewing supplies. Sailrite is also the maker of the patented Ultrafeed sewing machine, a portable heavy-duty machine that can handle all the sewing jobs for your boat and more. A passionate crew of DIYers, Sailrite produces high-quality, free how-to videos to empower their customers to turn their sewing dreams into a reality. Well... Before we get to the interview, I just want to remind you, if you want to support this podcast, there's three ways now to do it. You can buy my audio products, which are lessons for the ASA 101, the 103, or the 104, which have high reviews. Again, I cannot teach you to sail with an audio course, but I can teach you the basics, the terminology, some of the safety procedures. These lessons are designed to help you pass the written portion of the ASA exams for the ASA 101, the ASA 103, and the ASA 104. And I've got a lot of emails from customers that have been very happy with that purchase. So those are available at the website. You can also also get them on Amazon. And I think they're also available in iTunes. But if you have a choice, I would recommend you go to the website and buy them through the website, medsailor.com. The second way is if you want to buy the old podcasts. Remember, I've got 188 podcasts out there right now. And uh, the last 20 are available through iTunes. But if you want to listen to the back catalog, you need to purchase those. And there's links at the website, medsailor.com. So you can buy bundles of 20. So 50 cents a podcast if you want to do that. And they are basically $9.99 or 10 bucks for 20 podcasts and you can go back to the beginning if you want to go back that far. And the final way you can support this podcast is becoming a Patreon. And by the way, at the $25 level, you have access to all the old interviews and podcasts that I've conducted throughout the last, I think it's been five years that I've been doing this podcast. It's been a long time. Spent a lot of time on this podcast. So those are the ways you can help support this podcast. So let's get on to the interview with Nick Bice. All right. I'm on Skype with Nick Bice. Nick, I came across your your company, I think it was through LinkedIn, and I saw some sort of a, a video of your device going out and, uh, and being able to rescue somebody. So tell me about your company. Tell me about yourself. Are you a sailor? Yeah, I am a sailor, actually. I've uh, had a a big career in the Volvo Ocean Race, actually. Um, So I'm coming out of the back of 20 years being part of the Volvo Ocean Race to be the uh, 
commercial director for USAFE Trading, which is responsible for the USAFE Lifebuoy, as you've just mentioned. All right. So describe what I saw in this video. I thought it was pretty cool. So USAFE is basically, let's call it an aquatic drone, which you control remote with a remote control. Um, and if someone's in trouble, be it in the surf or fall off a boat or in a dangerous uh, up against some rocks or essentially any sort of uh, drowning situation, the USAFE has been developed to be thrown into the water and uh, and driven towards the, the victim to allow them to either grab on onto it to, to drag them to safety or at least grab onto it to then wait until um, help arrives from alternative means, be it surf lifesavers or uh, any other sort of search and rescue type institution. Well, after I saw the uh, the device, I went on to your website and tried to find where I could buy it. And maybe yes. it's not available right now. Is it available or not available right now? As of today, being the, uh, what's the date today? The 22nd of May, it is not available. But give, give it uh, another six to eight weeks and it's going to be readily available. Um, we've just moved into production of the product. We've had a very long R&D process, um, which people who've been in this situation where they come up with good ideas to ap- actually implement them a lot uh, a lot harder than, than it seems. So it does take its time, but we're very confident now we're in a position that we're going to have a product which is going to be 100% ready for the market. All right. So are you the, you're not the founder. You're the marketing director of the company. That's that correct? Yeah, I'm the, I'm the commercial director of the company. The okay. founder is a, uh, is a gentleman by the name of George Norris from uh, Portugal who, who came up with this idea um, roughly six years ago. Um, and he's moved through prototype, through prototype, to a position now where we're now ready to uh, commercialise the product and uh, basically um, take, well, do what all those videos that have seemed to go viral around the world several times, uh, do what all those videos say. All right. So what's his background? Is he a sailor, an engineer, a hobbyist? What? Where did he come up with the idea? He's uh, certainly an, an engineer. I wouldn't say a nutty professor, but he has some fantastic ideas, and I'm not sure many how many patents he has behind his name. But let me uh, let me say this: if 20 years ago, when jet ski racing was a big thing, if you were riding a jet ski that was uh, had the Norris performance package as part of it, you were riding the uh, jet ski. So basically, like the M series of a BMW, for example. So that, that's his background in relation to anything on the water um, and that just uh, he applied the same sort of ideas and technologies into USAFE um, and what we see today. Okay. So talk to me about the design of this product because I'm, I'm sort of a hobbyist and, and I look at something like this and immediately the things that come to my mind is, you know, you got a bunch of electricity in a container in salt water. 
And so one <laughs> of the big design, <laughs> big design problems is going to be keeping it dry. How, uh, how, yeah. how are you doing that? So the, um, <laughs> but being myself from a sailing background, I know exactly how electricity and salt water match. But if you throw <laughs> in some carbon fiber as well, and, um, and some aluminium, that you're basically sitting on a battery. But um, but in in this instance, um, everything's obviously insulated. Um, most components are plastic. Um, the battery itself, IP67 waterproof. Um, and then, of course, you do have electric looms and what have you, but um, most, you sit like yourself and most of your listeners, so I mean, uh, you know, the, the, the technology exists to keep wires um, dry um, with the coatings that they have and all the connections that they have. But in reality, they, they do sit in a dry environment within the module itself. So in theory, water cannot reach any area where you could short circuit the battery, for example, um, due to the technology that exists with different connectors, the different cabling systems, um, the encasement in resins, for example. So that technology exists on board you, say. Okay. Now, so it's remotely controlled. Can it be controlled from the, boot, from the actual device or is it always somebody else controlling the device? No, for this, uh, the first product, um, we actually don't have a exact product name, be it phase one or phase two or whatever it is just yet. But um, this particular device is only controlled by remote control. By all means, further down the track, there will be, um, and we do have that in our planning um, for the future, um, being able to be controlled by the actual victim or um, whoever may be using it. Okay. Is it sort of a, a jet uh, propulsion or is there a propeller? What's what's the propulsion? Yeah, yeah, basically it's based on a jet or a turbine. Okay. Um, and this is one of the unique things about it, and this is where the patent comes in, which is uh, we're currently patented in 71 countries. Um, so the device can flip over from side to side. So it's U-shaped, um, and it can flip over. Um, so there's actually no top or no bottom. Um, and the patent in itself allows the turbines to rotate that they're always sucking water um, through the bottom grills, so to speak, and the top grills are blocked off so the air doesn't get into it. So that's where some of the uh, the uniqueness of this particular product comes from. Okay. So on the videos, it shows people, I think it was a Volvo race, walking away with these to put on their boats. So has it been yep. tested in the real world? Uh, yep. Um, I've actually just been doing some testing myself in the last couple of weeks, um, trying to get some real accurate baseline tests, for example, range, um, how long the unit can run for, etc., cetera, um, and then applying that into a real-world situation when you do have to do a do a rescue, for example. Um, one of the challenges we are facing, it, it is, well, it's, a, it's a rescue device, um, it's not a toy, um, so I don't know. Biggest... To me, it looks kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So, hence one of the challenges is, for example, the autonomy is around thirty minutes of the unit. Okay. Um, using it just in normal circumstances. Reality is, if you had to do a rescue um, from a beach, for example, um, 
the the range of the unit if you're standing at sea level say you can get three four five hundred meters basically as far as you can see um without um adding any flags or anything and reality is you can't really see much past that anyway um and reality is you can get the unit there within two minutes and if you had to drag the the victim or the person back you can basically get back within seven or eight minutes so you use basically one third of its capacity during one rescue. Um, but of course, if you want to play around with it, um, 30 minutes isn't, isn't a great deal of time to have, have, have fun. So <laughs> that's something we always have to remind customers of, that it is a rescue device um, and it's built as a rescue device. Of course, if we wanted to build a toy, um, it wouldn't be weighing 13 kilograms anymore. It'd be, um, you know, 25 kilograms and it have a much bigger battery inside it. Well, you anticipated my next question. I wanted to know the, what the weight was, and then uh, and how does it charge up? Is it charge up on 12 volts, or do you need a, an AC so to charge it? charging 12, 24 volt um, uh, via induction, so there's no actual connection to be made. Um, so just like you can charge your mobile phones these days, um, so just basically a little unit that connects to the bottom of the battery, and that'll charge the battery um, via induction. Um, so depending on the application, of course, um, be it on a pleasure boat, um, in reality, you could fully charge this product, the, the buoy, and it can sit basically on your push pit for at least 12 months um, without any use. And maybe it loses around 2% charge per month. So... Even after 12 months, it's still going to be at 75% of maximum um, charge capacity. Um, the alternative, of course, is you can set up under a uh, um, power to the um, to the charger, and you can be remain on charge full time. So um, that's a decision that the end user would have, depending on their application, of course. All right. So, what is it going to cost? What's it going to cost? Yeah, it's going to cost uh, a retail price of uh, six thousand five hundred euros. Um, so that would be what the end customer should be paying. Um, but our key role at the moment um, for Usafe is to get out uh, to appoint distributors worldwide um, to basically. Uh, recognise which distributors can work best in which industries. Um, I must admit, from the outset, I always saw, oh, wouldn't it be fantastic to actually get this device on every single boat that's in every single marina that you see around the world. Um, the reality is in the world that we live in, in pleasure, pleasure boats or pleasure yachts, is normally we would receive a list of the minimum safety equipment to be carried um, and that's essentially what you buy. So unless we become mandatory in one form or another, reality is we're not going to be on every single boat. But what we can do is offer something extra that hasn't been thought of before um, in the world of pleasure boats. Um, it's a different story when you look at commercial shipping and health and safety regulations and what have you. Um, but hopefully the... The pleasure boat market can recognise that, that it does add a, a lot of value, um, and we have some pretty good ideas for the future as well. 
Okay, so where is it going to be manufactured? So manufacturing will happen in Portugal. Okay, in uh, Portugal, okay. Yeah, so at the, the founder's factory um, in in a beautiful factory, as a matter of fact. So, and he's worked very hard and created uh, something which is uh, going to be basically complement a very nice product as well. All right. Nick, anything else I should ask you about this product that I haven't? Um, I think we've pretty much covered it all, especially uh, based for your audience base, apart from, um, of course, what one thing that we, we're very conscious of, we're not here to replace any any sort of safety equipment that, that boats carry on. I mean... I've been involved in situations where we've needed to deploy every single bit of safety equipment on board. Um, some of it, you know, not not working as it should. Some of it working perfectly. So, but in saying that, we're not here to replace anything. We're just here to complement what what is already there. And in reality, if if this device can just save one life, we we've done our job. Um, and that's certainly the desire from the founder, George, as well. Um, if this whole process, if all it does is just save one life, that's uh, he's come up with the correct product and we've, uh, we're backing the right product. All right. Nick, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. And I'm going to get uh, stay on the line. I want to talk to you offline uh, when I turn off the recorder, okay? Okay. Fantastic. Life is short. In the end, all that really matters is the memories you make. So make a few. Go sailing. 